The Morning Majlis, talking the stories that are shaping headlines. This is, this is Pulse 95. This is Pulse 95 and a very good morning and welcome on to The Morning Majlis. Now, uh, look, the COVID-19 pandemic has taught us a lot of things. Now, remember the times when banks also closed due to uh, the, uh, the decisions and the disinfection program. Uh, a lot of us thought, where can we go uh, mm-hmm. in terms of depositing our checks and in, in terms of getting things done? Um, but uh, also, it, it also looks at how the bankers themselves, when they have had to work online or remotely, they must have thought, hang on a minute, we were front desk people. <laughs> what, what do we do? Mm-hmm. And there's also a future generation of bankers who know of uh, banks as, a, as in a physical established institute where you turn up in your nice suits and you're working there. Uh, but the world of digital banking has, has been has been growing so much. I mean, Ryan, when was the last time you went to a bank to clear checks or even? Oh, clear? Pay? No, Nothing. it's been forever. Forever. I right? can't remember the last time. Everything I do online. Exactly. Through the app, yeah. Through the app. And in America, they say 76, three in four people at right. least use digital banking, right. specifically when it also comes to mobile check deposits. Mm. Uh, so how do we train not only the staff to understand that this digital banking is the future, mm. but for us as well uh, in terms of um, understanding that, look, we've just had the launch of the first digital bank of the United Arab Emirates and, and this is going to be the future. Mm-hmm. And you first think it's all about academics. It's, it's going to back to the root level, grassroot level and understanding this new structure. So we speak to uh, the head of teaching at uh, the Emirates Institute of Banking and Financial Studies. Dr. Allen has joined us on the lines. A very good morning to you, Dr. Allen. Very good morning, both of you and your audience. Good morning. Well, great to have you on air with us. Now, let's start dissecting the facts. Mm. What is this digital banking and, and uh, in terms of an employee perspective? Uh, thank you for having me here to discuss about this very pertinent uh, topic. You know, I think it's become uh, a hot topic of discussion all over the world. Uh, as we start this conversation, I think I should candidly admit uh, that you know the whole education and corporate training sector, especially in banking and financial services, uh, it's undergoing one of the biggest paradigm changes. You know that we've seen, uh, not seen in the last many decades altogether. Uh, I'll, uh, I'll start with a, a small uh, instance just to illustrate this point. So way back in 1994, that's almost 27 years back now, at a technology conference, uh, Bill Gates then said, we need banking, but not banks. Mm. People are like, what is he saying? You need banking, but not banks. You know, uh, Who else can do banking? So probably that was ridiculed as an idea you know, of a, a technology enthusiast, but today, we all realize what he meant. You know? What he mm-hmm. said 25 years back is probably what's relevant today. Today, technology companies are becoming banks. You have an Amazon Pay, you have a Google Pay, you have a WhatsApp Pay, basically taking over the whole payment space, which was once a monopoly of banks world over. You know? And these are fast-growing companies in these segments. And today, technology companies are becoming banks, and banks are kind of you know they're kind of struggling when it comes to competing with these new age startups, which are very nimble, which are very, very fast forward when it comes to their execution and all this. So the whole gamut of skills, the whole gamut of, uh, you know, how we look at the skills for banking sector or financial services sector 
has changed in my opinion over the last uh, few years especially uh, more so in the last you know uh, last 2 3 years and uh, after the covid disruption so just to uh, just to uh, take my point further mm. what i would like to say is the skills have changed and you need what we call as the future skills so that mm. the employees are prepared uh, for the new generation of banking that's going to come and that's a very important thing that we are working on uh, here at the IBFS Yeah, Dr. Allen, uh, just to back up what you just said, um, a global analytics company, FICO, has released a second annual consumer digital banking study that found that consumers, for example, across the U.S. and Canada, they've embraced digital banking and biometric identity proofing during the pandemic. About half of North American consumers are more likely to use digital means to open a financial uh, account uh, than a year ago, while almost a third are less likely to visit a branch to open a new account. So this leads me to the question. Do you think that is the new norm even if the pandemic is over? Will we go back to going to the traditional branches or are we now um, prone to only using digital means when it comes to banking? Is that going to be I the think, new norm? Uh, I think you've you've pinned the nail on its head. So it's exactly what he said. Mm-hmm. It's going to be a new normal. Mm-hmm. We're not going to go back to the whole old world of branch-based banking, mm-hmm. which is something that uh, you know, as you started at the con- start of the conversation, you said that's what we were used to, but no longer. Mm-hmm. Uh, if I can just throw a few more pointers here as to why it's moving in this direction, as per a study that was done by PwC few years back, they said the cost of doing a transaction in a branch for a bank, the cost of a single transaction. is somewhere close to $4 you know so it comes mm-hmm. to let's say around 15 dirhams the cost of a transaction in a branch because you have the operating cost employee salary the building the maintenance and everything so the per cost of transaction is almost 15 dirhams mm. when you look at the online channels and the mobile banking channels the cost is something like 20 cents and 10 cents so obviously you know it, it doesn't need a rocket science to understand the direction in which the banks are going to take this whole business of banking forward they're going to go completely digital mm. as much as possible and i think covid has done the trick for them <laughs> what banks thought would happen in 2030 uh, the same thing is happening now in 2021 so i think the covid disruption has kind of fast paced the whole uh, technology adoption curve which has actually uh, become a great uh, you know boom for the banks and they're actually capitalizing on this okay now the this is, hmm. go ahead No so I, what I was saying is the point is what she said uh, it's going to be the new normal. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Right speaking of the new normal. Now we didn't see I mean obviously it comes as a as a great world of opportunities for banking to adopt and for the students to w- learn new ways of doing the ba- or, or doing banking or having a new profession in, in that sense. But for us as consumers it, it comes to a, a scenario where we've heard of new stories of people losing out their the cash in the banks because of fraud or online scams or or phishing um do, do, what kind of a challenge does this digital banking also pose on on banks especially when it comes to data security and also the financial security or the monetary security of all the people's savings within the banks i think that's a great question uh the the answer to that is actually it, it all depends on the banking regulation and that can cons- So just because we have a digital bank doesn't mean the digital banks are going to be uh, outside the scope of regulation. Mm-hmm. 
So Central Bank of UAE in this case is going to be very actively intervening to ensure that all the data security norms, cyber security norms and all that would be complied with. And that's going to be the normal. And I would say uh, probably the new age banks, the new age players, have much better you know, technology infrastructure in place, which probably they can use to leverage on when it comes to protecting the data, protecting the, the privacy of the data and all this. And having said that, I think we should also admit that, look, in a, in a technology first world, privacy is always a concern. Mm -hmm. you know, whether it's uh, you know, through hacking or whatever be the means, privacy is always a concern. But when it comes to safety of your money uh, and you know, the safe handling of this, I think the consumers can be assured that it's going to be extremely safe because it's being regulated. Now, let, let's move on to the EIBFS, the Emirates Institute for Banking and Financial Studies, based in the Emirates of Sharjah as well. Uh, how has your teaching changed? Because you've seen the pandemic and, and you've seen the big rise in digital banking, which was, in fact, well before the pandemic. Um, uh, how has, have things changed now in terms of how you're teaching and, and explaining to the young minds about how the future of banking is going to be? Great. Uh, I think that's a great question and I can uh, happily answer that. So the, the focus uh, post-COVID disruption, the post the pandemic has been on what we call as reskilling the workforce. You know? mm. And that's something that EIBFS uh, has taken as a very important initiative uh, post the COVID pandemic. Uh, just to give you an instance here, we just talked about the cost of transaction in a branch banking and all this and the, the direction forward for banking. If you look at uh, the population, the banking employee population, uh, and you would rather see that look, it's it's you know heavily spread across the bank branches. And almost 70 to 80 percentage of the branch banking staff are UA nationals. And uh, they are the ones who are actually facing the music of this digital disruption and the, you know, all the digital trends. So their jobs are at risk and we need to reskill them to something that's more important, something that's more sustainable. So this has been our focus, uh, you know, post the pandemic. So we focused on what we call as the future skills. And we had a very interesting program called the Future Proof Banker. We, we told them about technology, how technology is disrupting, what are the use cases of, uh, you know, fintech, blockchain, AI. And we told them, you know, it, it's something that you don't really have to be really scared of. It's all about how you adjust and how you take it forward. So we had a great experience uh, training over 3,000 plus bankers, uh, mostly from the branches of different banks in UAE. And we give them a mindset change and awareness about technology and looking at technology as an opportunity and how do they embrace change and become agile and nimble so that they can actually compete with the new age players. You know? So you have to compete with a tech startup. So you have to, to be as nimble and as agile as them. And this is a challenge, but as an education institution, I think it's been our responsibility to ensure that the workforce is prepared for this disruption. And we're glad to say that we've uh, you know, trained over 3,000 plus people, as I said, and it's been quite effective lasting. Amazing. Well, that's uh, that's incredible to see in terms of what's uh, been in the plans. Uh, Dr. Allen, uh, thank you very much for joining us uh, this morning and talking to us at great length about uh, the world of digital banking and how and, and you know, shedding light on the fact that each transaction, in fact, costs 15 dirhams should you be banking uh, through the branches. Uh, and uh, we would love to uh, hear from you at some point in the future as well.
Sure. Thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you, both of you. Thank you. Thank Dr. you for having me here. Thank you so much. Okay. All the very best. That that was Dr. Allen, who was the head of teaching at the uh, Emirates Institute for Banking and Financial Studies. If you'd like to catch that discussion as a podcast, you can do so on SoundCloud and uh, Apple Podcasts. Search for Morning Majlis. You can also uh, head on over to our YouTube page, Pulse95 Radio, and that's where we'll upload the video podcast of this discussion as it was held virtually via Zoom. Well, stay with us on the Morning Majlis. We shall return right after the business headlines and we'll continue the discussions from there on. You're listening to the Morning Majlis only on Pulse95.